Hey everyone, this is Kyle and Sean with Pintler Group in episode two of Cutting Through the Noise, Destination Marketing. And today we're talking about traction channels and the acquisition stage. Sean, we, we, we dove through a lot of traction channels here. Yeah, and uh, you know there was uh, an opportunity for each of us to list our top three, um, three, two, one, in terms of the traction channels. There are 19. We narrowed it down to three each. Uh, we did not share information ahead of time. We Top secret. Know, Top secret. We uh, unsealed the, envel- <laughs> the envelopes. <laughs> yeah, th- this was like Selection Sunday. That's um, right. And so we dropped them, and I think you'll be interested to see the results. Um, a sneak peek, we did not get them all the same. Um, right. You'll, you'll just have to listen in to see how many, if any, we did get the same. Enjoy the episode. Here we are with Cutting Through the Noise, Destination Marketing Edition, episode number two. Sean, welcome back. We're back, baby. We're back. The hosts are back. This week, we are talking about the acquisition channel. So in a video that you can check out, we'll link to it up. We'll link it up in our show notes. Uh, We talk all about the marketing framework that we use with any new client, any new destination marketing client that that we onboard here. Um, But the framework can, of course, be applied if you're a marketing director at a tourism company, at a destination marketing company. And uh, the first stage of that marketing framework is the acquisition stage, which really talks about getting people to your site, getting people to just become aware that your destination or your location that you're promoting exists. Um, Oftentimes, this is equated with new users, so new people coming to your site, new interest, but there's different retargeting things you can do, and I think Michelle's putting together a really cool article about some of the different tactics and ways to target. But today, Sean, you had a great idea. Can you explain sort of our format for today? Yeah, so, you know, there's tons of traction channels. Uh, you could check out season one of Cutting Through the Noise as we uh, go through each and every traction channel um, yep. three different times. And so we figured that, you know, rather than just talking about, you know, the three to five that we think are best, we thought that we would each come up with our own list of three and we'd count them down from most important or from least important to most important three two one three two one um and just kind of go back and forth um we'll have kyle start with his three then i'll go back and forth and we'll uh see how we net out um we'll see if it's exactly the same um highly doubt that it will be i think you know what makes this a fun exercise is it shows that no individual marketing plan has to be the same you know there is no cookie cutter model um with the way we approach things and so um you know Kyle and I work together, but often have different, you know, uh, trains of thought in terms of how we're getting from one place to the other. Um, but we have the common goal of where we're going to get, and mm-hmm. so we're going to kind of compare notes here. Yeah, and the common goal, of course, with destination marketing is getting people to your location. It's a long tail conversion, so it's important to remember the acquisition stage is just peaking interest, getting people, again, to your site, to dip a toe in the water, which is literal if you are like on the coast or something like that. Go to the beach. <laughs> Go to the beach or just, uh, you know, experiencing uh, watching a video or something like that. So traction, like Sean mentioned, we're going to run through our three, two, one. It's a book. Gabriel Weinberg, he uh, is the founder of DuckDuckGo. He wrote the book. Check it out. We'll link that up also. But 19 different channels that he mentioned. So Sean and I have pared those down to the three to focus on. And um, if you're interested about what the other 16 are, you can check out, like Sean said, season one. So, without further ado, my number three 
um, traction channel for destination marketing in the acquisition stage is social and display advertising. Um, I made a note here, especially in the awareness stage, the targeting is just too powerful, Sean, to ignore. Um, when you're talking about acquisition, um, you can spend a lot of money, and people do. Some of the acquisition channels are things like television and radio, and it's just, it seems like if you are wanting to hyper-target specific people, if you know who your audience is, social and display advertising, uh, and this is things like Facebook newsfeed ads, um, display ads maybe less so, but certainly on the social side, uh, Facebook ads, super powerful, um, Instagram advertising in the tourism industry, photogenic, if you have places that you want to that you want to showcase Instagram there's no better platform so um, social and display advertising was my third place to start or one of my top three that I would definitely center in on all right well um, so already we're not in the same order okay good um, makes for some some good entertainment uh, or <laughs> this podcast would be really uh, short <laughs> otherwise <laughs> um, so number three I feel like we need a sound effect right there Boom, boom, Three, boom. maybe we'll okay. We'll, we'll get something going. Yeah. Um, engineering is marketing. <clears throat> so when ah. I th when I think about awareness <clears throat> and acquisition, I also think about you know when we're thinking about the long uh, tail conversion, um, that there is that soft sell uh, piece mm -hmm. of the pie, and you know when you think about engineering mar as marketing or creating an application, something that's useful, um, that can be used by customers that you hope to acquire um, and retain. Um, I see that as just something that could be really powerful because people aren't being sold something uh, right off the bat. You're not spending money other than you know the d development of the product. Uh, but people are having an experience um, as opposed to just being told um, you know, to do X, to buy Y. Mm -hmm. And when I think about this, I think about a persona that is I want to plan a family vacation, and that's as far as they've gotten in the right. in the process. Family vacation, um, yeah. go. So, you know, rather than just defaulting um, to Disney World, you know, imagine creating this tool that um, sort of takes you through a kind of choose your own adventure, mm -hmm. where is asking you questions: How many kids do you have? Where do you live? What temperature is do you like the most? Mm -hmm. Things along those lines. Where activities? Name the last five places you've gone. Even budget. Exactly. What's your so, budget? And then all of a sudden, it's going to spit out, you know, some ideas and mm -hmm. gather an email address. You have them for you know acquiring down the road. You you have acquired them as somebody in your database. Yeah. And how valuable is that email knowing that this is someone leaning into the planning stages? Right. They've thought about a family vacation. Now they're, it seems like they're ready to act. They're filling out this form, and maybe it's not a credit card, but it's, it's that step before. It's a micro-conversion. You know, and since it is something that's not, and, you know, unless we talked about this last week, you know, unless you're just going to book travel for business, you know, you're probably not going to do all of it, hotel, um, tours, flights, all that kind of stuff at, at once. Right. Um, but at least this way, you're top of mind. You have valuable information um, in their inbox and so when they're ready to take the next step you're kind of top of mind yeah yeah i love that the, our our number threes kind of they could go together in a lot of ways like if you produce that engineering is marketing project uh or marketing is engineering um 
you could use social dis- social and display to yeah. get people to fill it out, drive people to a site that maybe isn't directly affiliated with your destination, but or it could be too. Yeah. It lives right on your URL. Okay, moving forward, my second and second most important traction channel in my mind for destination marketing acquisition stage, SEO, search engine optimization. I think Sean, when people hear SEO, they immediately think of the Google search bar, so they think, okay. I I'm searching for family vacations. What are the first page results? And don't get me wrong, that certainly is a huge part of SEO. The The piece that I think a lot of people miss is SEO can be broadly defined as just being found online. So a lot of people consider it free traffic. You know, How do people hear about you? Well, it's, it's Google, it's Bing, it's you know, the second largest search engine in the world is actually YouTube. I guess technically it's still Google, but many people are doing search results right on YouTube and I wouldn't be surprised if that number is you know even greater for people searching for destinations you know oh I want to see what it looks like uh, I'm traveling through Austin let me see some videos of downtown Austin so making sure that when you search YouTube for your destination or when you search Reddit for your destination or when you search travel blogs uh, for your destination what are the results and how can you maybe put some resources behind that? Um, it can be easy to focus specifically on ads, and that was my third you know, traction channel. But investing in things like really strong SEO uh, can pay huge dividends uh, in you know, two months, three months, three years down the road when people are finding your site organically um, through those search engine optimization efforts that you put forth. So. Understanding search engine optimization, that's a different podcast in itself, you know, how to how exactly to do it, but being found online organically, uh, you know, as the news feeds gets more get more crowded, as advertising space becomes noisier, uh, people are gonna be filtering that out and looking for just the authentic I guess authentic meaning the pages that Google's algorithm surfaces to you or that YouTube's algorithm surface to you. Uh, but it's usually because it's really relevant. And I think that uh, also kind of ties in with the engineer's marketing as well mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, you're creating good things for your site. You're going to start getting ranked. You're going to be noticed. People are going to be sharing. You know, you've created video. Like all that kind of stuff sort of works in with that. Because um, like you said, it's not as easy as just adding some keywords. Right. Um, and then all of a sudden it's like, boom, um, I appear higher than Google itself. Uh, <laughs> right. So. Well, number two for me was um, search engine marketing, yeah. um, sort of in the paid search um, arena. Mm-hmm. I think obviously, you know, it's very basic, just people searching for hotels in Costa Rica. You know, that's the kind of stuff that you want to rank for and it's, you know, competitive. So uh, needing to put money behind um, appearing higher, having um, your content out there um, is uh, is important. and. I kind of also see this as I'm working my way through sort of awareness to um, activation or acquisition mm-hmm. is, okay, so I've built this tool, built this engineering as marketing tool. Now I need to get people there, which you kind of referenced earlier just in terms of using social display. Yeah. Well, now I have something where it's not just people searching for hotels in Costa Rica. It's ideas for family vacations. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you're kind of getting people again that really don't know what they're searching for. Yeah. And if they don't know, you may not know. And 
the keywords may not be available, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we're just looking for those people that they don't know what they don't know. And, uh, you know, this is how we get them. So, you know, not only are we doing that in terms of search engine marketing for getting people, you know, to that tool or to another tool or just the website is, you know, we can also use sort of display within Google to retarget. Um, yeah. And I mean, I lump that in with search engine marketing, even though it's display, but mm -hmm. um, just in the sense of, so if you have, you know, tons of people that come to your tool, your app, and are looking for a certain family vacation or a certain cruise, and now all of a sudden we're retargeting them with examples of family vacations, examples of um, uh, cruises. Um, it's good content that exactly. So is it's, surrounding it's once again, it's relevant. It's something that they've seen. Yep. Um, and so kind of hitting them again. So it kind of works, works in two ways there. Um, sort of piggybacking on what we've already built. Yeah, I like the search, you know, the search engine marketing keywords. For those listening, you've seen these. It's the top organic or top paid results. I think a cool strategy there could also be uh, targeting competitors. Because of course, if you are Austin and people are visiting Nashville, um, what if you could purchase some keywords about, you know, bachelor bachelorette party in Nashville? Well, you want to bring bachelorette parties to Austin. You think yeah. you have a really great scene there. You could purchase that keyword. You're probably not going to rank for it organically. A good opportunity to perhaps make an argument for, hey, did you know that the average temperature in Nashville in you know February is this? Come where it's a little warmer. Yeah, like that. Something like that. Um, it's just pitting two cities against each other. That's it. Destination marketing, it's a fierce, uh, <laughs> it's, the, it's the cage match of marketing. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I certainly like, uh, and you know, there's tons of different strategies you can use there. Search engine marketing is cool, too, because you can start to see what people are searching for that you're not purchasing. Like, hey, what search results did you, know, did you appear for but you didn't rank for? Uh, th it starts to open up some doors. Yeah, it kind of informs your... Uh, second strategy for sure in a lot of ways okay moving on to the number one traction channel at least according to me kyle content marketing to me when you're thinking about travel video articles images these are the marketing assets that you need to have just an absolute arsenal um in your what would be what would people store an arsenal an arsenal in your arsenal warehouse in your prepper <laughs> uh bunker uh, we're in Montana, folks. Our agency is in Montana. Um, so you need to you need to you know have these assets. Um, and uh, again, this sort of builds on the first two that I mentioned: social and display, and then SEO. You know your your first traction channel, the one that you should be thinking about is what's our overall appearance online when people, uh, you know, when people are doing research about us. What is the impression that they're getting? Both organically on social um, you know if we send hard copies it's just so content marketing to me is really one of those blanket traction channels uh, encompasses a lot of them so maybe it's cheating in a way but uh, you know content is king that still rings true today it, it matters on social it matters in SEO it matters in anything you're you're paying to promote you know I read a stat that said 92 for every $92 spent in ads people spend about $1 on on-site optimization. And so focusing on what is the content that you're displaying on your site. Do you have great videos? Do you have great imagery, great testimonials? 
I think if we search Missoula where we're located, the first few videos are like people with GoPros walking down Main Street. Like, why is everything closed right now? And like, is that really the, what Montana tourism wants? It, it, you know, we can control that. You can, you can sort of flood and uh, flood YouTube with great positive videos of your location. Uh, you can set up a Google Places account so that when people search your destination, you're owning that screen real estate on that first page. What do you think, Sean? I think this podcast needs to be sponsored by GoPro. That's what I really GoPro. think. GoPro. No, I like that. I mean, I think I didn't – that's not what I chose. Um, I kind of took that as an assumption that that was sort of being done and right. something to be you know optimized and used in my traction channels. You know, mm -hmm. in this industry, um, you know, we're not selling screws and nails here. Like you need um, you need those great visuals. You need to have people on the ground. You need to have um, you know people writing articles and writing top ten lists and interviews and all the visuals. Um, so yeah, I mean it's it's sort of key in the sense that mm -hmm. without it nothing else is really going to work even some user-generated content yeah you know you don't have to hire the high production team but you can you can set up a contest on instagram you can use your email list to get people to hey shoot a video next time you're in town and we're going to post it on this blog and just getting that user-generated stuff because it's also way more authentic than uh have you visited sandals jamaica lately and with some corny like tune in the background I have, actually. <laughs> well, so mine uh, was social and display advertising was my ah. number one. Um, so, again, when you're thinking about sort of working your way through the funnel, working your way th through people finding you and then eventually taking an act is, um, you know, there are going to be the paid components. Um, and just in my experience, I feel um, like the social, um, specifically Instagram and Facebook, um, converts at a higher level than um, necessarily paid search. Mm -hmm. I think when it comes to a visual um, element like this and when you're making a purchase, yeah. uh, you know, because at the end of the day, this is still an e-commerce transaction. Yeah. And when all is said and done, they're right. putting a credit card into somewhere. Right. And so, and also we've gathered tons of email addresses from our engineering as marketing app. And now we're retargeting those folks. Yeah. And we're showing them the imagery just like we, you know, retarget them around the web. But we're in a, um, place when you think about Facebook or Instagram where people are there sharing stories and sharing things about their lives mm -hmm. um, we're talking about you know recreation and this is you know we're talking about disposable income here um, you know we're not forcing anything on anybody and there's lots of options and at the end of the day you could just say no I'm just gonna go take a tent up the river and that's gonna be my vacation All um, right so you need to go where people are that are experiencing life and mm -hmm. To me, getting there, getting them back to the website, whether it's activating, um, whether it's you know running a lead gen campaign on, on Facebook, which custom then, audiences, right. everything, and you know, and this can also just because everything to me when it comes to traction channels in in marketing uh, operates in a circle. So while I see you know going from engineering is marketing to SEM. Um, to social and display, then I'm also maybe using social and display and circling back around to my engineering and right. marketing app. So in a way that they all work together, um, that to me makes sense. But getting the display out there, getting people to get to where you want them to be after having been informed and, and over many, uh, many touch points, you know, using the videos you were talking about, that all to me, I think, could be the, the final step um, to 
breaking the camel's back. Yeah, I I flip flopped social and display advertising. Uh, the like I mentioned, the targeting features are so powerful, um, and I liked how you mixed in the engineer's marketing tool that 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 can be really powerful. I could see a lot of great use cases for folks who. Oh wow, my result was Omaha, Nebraska. Never would I have thought. And then next thing you know, they're in Omaha, Nebraska. Um, that concludes our list, John. That's a, that's a that's a great list. So, um, so we end up with five. Five total. So the, the yep. min was three, the max was six, and we end up with five. Yeah, pretty darn good. Uh, if you have questions, shoot us shoot us a comment, shoot us an email. Uh, we are Pintler Group, and we are signing off.